Hey, yo, L-Train here. My good friends, Chris and Sandra, over at Nacho Mama's Food Truck, are off this week. But go check them out on Facebook and Instagram over at Nacho Mama's Seattle and Twitter at Nacho Mama's SCA and check out their website, nachomamasseattle.com, hashtag nachos and beer. And we're back on the Bigfoot Pro Wrestling Podcast with Podcast Guy. Wow, thanks for having me, man. Be talking to some of the fans up in the, the Pacific Northwest. Your Demi got him. Yeah. Pretty good, darling. Pretty good. Yo! We're the Boros twins. They know we buy PCO to the horror show. Freaking me out, man. <laughs> Freaking me out, yo. We are leaving the station. L Train, take us out. Yo to the yo to the yo, this is the Bigfoot Pro Wrestling Podcast. This is the L-Train. This is episode number 182, baby. And uh, got a great guest for this week, and uh, we'll get to that in just a moment. But um, hello and happy new year from the Bigfoot Pro Wrestling Podcast, man. Uh, 2020 finally came to an end. We needed it to come to an end. Wasn't really a lot of great stuff that happened in 2020 for us. You know, the pandemic, you know, without even talking about that, there was plenty of other stuff that sucked, uh, which really ruined uh, the year. But uh, it's over now, and hopefully, and we don't know, 2021, is it going to be better? Is it going to be worse? We don't know. Um, I know there's going to be some new leadership going here in the United States, and uh, I don't know how you feel about that. Uh, you know, I, I, I'm looking forward to it myself. But, uh, you know, just to not get into too much politics. But uh, 2021, man, will we get back to some wrestling? Will we get back to concerts and, you know, things like that? Um, you know, here in the in uh, the uh, Pacific Northwest Territory, if you will. The Pacific Northwest Territory, if you will, baby. You know you know, without a cause and defy and, uh, you know, Lucha Libre Volcanica and then, um, you know, prestige and, uh, DOA and five CC and, uh, POW pow down there near, um, or in, um, Eugene, uh, Oregon and, uh, you know, others, man, are they going to be able to get back and, uh, get to be putting on the shows, you know, the, 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 the way they were, or is it going to be, you know, half crowds? You know, what what's going to happen? We don't know. But at least it's not 2020 anymore. And, you know, the thing that will help out, hopefully, is these vaccines. You know, everyone can have their opinion on the vaccines. I, you know, everyone, each to their own, you know, do it if you want. Don't do it if you don't. You know, it's up to you. Hopefully more... People will get it than not. That way we can get to a good uh, percentage of 70 to 80% of people doing it. And then we can maybe get these masks off us, but we'll see how that goes. And, uh, you know, but I got mine, which was, you know, what I was trying to lead up to here. I got my uh, vaccine on Friday, on New Year's Day of all days. Uh, you know, I get it because I work in uh, health care and primary care. You know, I, uh, I check people in, I work insurances, make sure things are going to get paid for, by, for the folks, for the people. And, um, you know, so kind of like the first line, not first line, there's other people that are more important than me, but you know, I got it early. I, I get it before the regular people get it is what I'm trying to say, I guess, you know, but, um, so I got mine. And I felt good from 9 a.m. Friday until about, uh, I don't know, just afternoon, 1 o'clock. And then I started feeling a little tired, a little sweaty maybe. And then about 2 o'clock, I was like, you know, Mrs. Clams, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go take a nap. I'm, I'm feeling a little tired. I got up early to go get that shot this morning, which really wasn't that early. But then I got the shot. But anyway, I went to go lay down, and I slept from 2... I don't know, between two and three, I fell asleep because I laid in the bed upstairs and you put a movie on on Amazon Prime or whatever it was and kind of watch and, you know, snooze off when you're not feeling well. <clears throat> I think I was watching uh, Jack Nicholas 
Jack Nicholson, excuse me, and uh, Danny DeVito and Hoffa. I got about through uh, maybe 10 minutes of that, and that's the last thing I remember. And then the next thing I remember is uh, waking up about 8 o'clock that evening. So uh, between 2 and 3, fell asleep, woke up about 8 o'clock that evening, and still felt tired. And I woke up because uh, Mrs. Clams came up to the bed. She was starting to get ready to go lay in bed and watch a little TV and stuff. So I was like, all right. And she's like, oh, we'll put, let's put the old mummy on. You know, we had that. She had bought that on uh, Amazon Prime. And then um, I stayed up for maybe an hour. And then I passed back out again until about 7-something the next day. Got up. Mrs. Clam was doing yoga in the front room. So I kind of sat there for a little bit, went up, laid back down on the bed, slept for another hour. <laughs> so I got a lot of sleep. It made me really fatigued. And then at the same time, you know, a little bit uh, weak and sweaty. But, uh, you know, it made me feel like when I got a flu shot years ago, back when the flu shot was alive, kind of strain, it made you feel a little sick. It doesn't really do that much anymore. Some people have reactions to it still. You know, I'm not telling you, you don't get sick because of, uh, of the flu shot. Some people still do. But in my case, the old flu strains would make me a little sick for a couple of days, you know, make you feel fluish, you know, that throat and, you know, congestion and just kind of feverish. But, uh, that's the way this shot made me feel for about two days. And then I went to work today, felt pretty much 99.9% better, uh, up to par. And I was happy. And I think, uh, getting it is going to be better in the long run. I got to get my second dose here in about three weeks. And, uh, hopefully after that, you know, we'll get going. And, uh, I'm pretty happy I got mine and I can't wait to be, uh, immune from the COVID. And I don't have to get those things stuck up my nose anymore and if you had one of the tests you know what i'm talking about uh mrs clams recently had a test just last week just because she had to because she was around some people where she had went to to do some work or something but uh she someone came down with it was what i'm trying to say but anyway she had to go get a test she got the test but she got the double nostril test which is uh i don't know man uh, pretty much the all times I got it was just the single nostril, but she got the double nostril and, uh, I feel sorry for her, but she, uh, did come back COVID free and that's, uh, you know, super great right there. But then, um, <clears throat> you know, before we get to this week's podcast, I want to say, uh, RIP Brody Lee, you know, I really loved when he was Luke Harper, Harper over in the WWE, enjoyed his uh, character with the Wyatt family and the interaction with him and, uh, Eric Rowan and, um, and, uh, Bray Wyatt, you know, they, they were great stable, you know, battles against the shield and a whole lot of other people. And, uh, man, uh, I was also surprised when he came to AEW and he, they, he got head of the dark order, the exalted one Brody Lee, and he took it and just ran with it. You know, the segments they did and, uh, you know, we'd come out and, uh, with all those guys and it seemed like on the tribute show, you could tell how much the folks in the dark order really loved just being around him. And, uh, also everyone else on that, uh, show that night. So, uh, man, um, great stories Brody Lee's told when he was in AEW and WWE. And, uh, man, I thought AEW did a phenomenal job, um, doing that tribute show to him. Appreciate, uh, what they did and, uh, you know, for the family, and uh, what MJF sold that uh, kendo stick shot from the kid, you know, and then Tony Khan throwing him the TNT belt there at the end. Uh, I thought that was really classy, thoughtful, and uh, cl- completely amazing by AEW. But anyway, man, um, <clears throat> sorry, my throat's still a little bit off maybe from that uh, shot, but let's get to it this week, man. The one and only Xavier Young at Xavier Young 99 on Twitter. Dude, he's an amazing, young, up-and-coming talent. You know, locally, he's wrestled and trained at Lucha Libre Volcanica. He's uh, competed at 5CC Wrestling. Uh, you know, recently you saw him in a match uh, against Danica Della Rouge. If you head over to 5ccwrestling.com, you know, uh, get their uh, on-demand service. You can watch a couple shows over there. And then, uh, man, we, we got some great chat about the Lucha, the 5CC, 
you know, his training, Nick Wayne, Danica Della Ruse, growing up in Atlanta, Georgia, of all places, you know, a mecca of pro wrestling back in the day with Georgia Championship Wrestling and WCW, Turner, and then, um, you know, moving to Washington and a whole lot more, man. And it was really phenomenal to chat with this guy. He's uh, just turned 21. It was a birthday here, December 20th. Uh, wish him happy birthday out there if you can. But uh, a guy, uh, once again, you know, I talked to Nick Wayne last, you know, episode a few weeks back. And then I talked to Xavier Young. These young kids, man, they are up and coming. They're hot. They're, you know, getting into the business. They got their heads screwed on right, man. And they're ready. And not only that, they can come on a podcast and, uh, you know, talk like they've been doing this, you know, for a whole lot longer. And uh, appreciate those guys. But uh, Xavier Young, man, uh, check him out. At Xavier Young 99 on Twitter, man. And uh, check us out. Listen to all the Bigfoot Pro Wrestling podcasts at BigfootProWrestling.com and most podcast platforms, you know, iTunes and Spotify and Stitcher and all those places. And then uh, head over to SoundCloud. You can check us out on the uh, PWOM, like Mary Network, over there. And then uh, follow me and the show over on Twitter at BFPW Podcast. And uh, I am the L Train. And we're leaving the station, baby. Hey, this is the Ultra, and we're back for another great podcast this week. A uh, guy that kind of does some local wrestling around here, but he's from a little bit far away, down from Atlanta, Georgia, man, and a dude named uh, Xavier Young. Xavier, how you doing tonight, my friend? Hey, what's up, man? I'm doing good. How are you doing, man? I'm doing pretty good. Uh, you know, it's been kind of a rough weekend for me. I had the uh, COVID vaccine on Friday. I felt good for a few hours, and then I got very fatigued, just a little bit sick. Voice got a little weird, but... Uh, kind of hold tight for a couple of days i would not you know i'd still suggest everyone go get your vaccines uh to it you know kind of everyone feels it different but anyway i'm doing all right and i was good enough and uh to get this going tonight after uh delaying a little bit so i want to thank you so much for being very uh patient this weekend with me hey no problem brother you know uh i've been uh wanting to get into it you know i think thank you for the opportunity man you know it's, it's my very first podcast too so you know i'm excited to you know see how this whole thing turns out uh, it's gonna be a lot of fun man uh hopefully you maybe listen to a few of the shows that are up on the website i know your uh your buddy nick uh, i got to talk to him a couple weeks ago on this show i've had the last couple weeks off for the holidays and stuff but uh it's just a lot of fun uh, so i hope you have a uh, a lot of fun but uh man how's uh <clears throat> pardon me there's the voice going a little bit right there but uh How's your uh, weekend going? How's your New Year's weekend going for you, my friend? Uh, honestly, you know, it's going really good. Um, you know, hanging out with the family, you know, uh, taking some time off wrestling for a little bit, you know, really just having some, you know, really well-needed downtime and family time, you know, like, you know, just uh, having a good time, you know, still reflecting, um, making a plan to, you know, get some things done in 2021 you know, as crazy as 2020 was, you know, it uh, it was it was definitely, you know, a year that was crazy. But I think in a way, like in a way, everybody was able to, you know, get a lot of things done. People, you know, even in the midst of all that craziness, people were still able to accomplish a lot of things. And in a weird way, I kind of was, too. But, you know, like in every in, in every bit of good there's always some you know some bad every bit of bad there's always some good so you know just just with the last few days and me being back home you know it's, it's been really really good you know i'm really looking forward to how 2021 is going to treat me and my family and friends man. oh man so the last few days we've been able to hang out with you know like parents uh you know family friends that kind of thing just uh, having fun relaxing just kind of you know enjoying life yeah man yeah yeah just uh enjoying life Really, I'm really, really glad to be back home, you know, really glad to be back in Atlanta. <laughs> uh, I do miss, you know, being in Washington, you know, with the friends that I made there and everything like that. And, you know, like my wrestling family and everything, you know, it, it's not goodbye. Like, you know, it's just never, it's definitely not goodbye. It's, you know, it's right, just, right. just to, you know, see you later for right now, you know, you know, just gonna, you know, take some time and, you know, like, like, like get some things done. But, you know, this is definitely not a goodbye and it's definitely not, not an end. 
Well, I'll get some more pandemic stuff here in a minute, man. But, uh, you know, I usually like to review a person's like uh, social media just a little bit before we talk, you know, yours is a little limited, but I found some good stuff to talk about because it was your, uh, 21st birthday. Was it not just a few days back? Uh, yeah, actually, uh, on uh, December 20th, that was my 21st birthday. Yes, it was. Well, happy birthday from the Bigfoot Pro Wrestling Podcast, my friend. <laughs> Thanks, man. Thank you. Really appreciate it. Hey, man, uh, you know, 21 years old, you're doing some wrestling, you're, you're living the good life, you know, uh, you know, how is it, uh, turning 21? Were you able to go out and do any kind of celebrating like the normal kind of, you know, times I, it, it's hard. I don't know what the rules are in Atlanta under pandemic. Can you go out and have a couple drinks or maybe you don't drink? Maybe, you know, what was the uh, 21st birthday like for you, my friend? Uh, the 21st birthday for me, I really just stayed home, man. You know, like I stay home with the family, you know, just saying happy birthday, you know, put on some really good music, you know, and just, just really just, you know, had a, had a good time, man. You know, like I'm really, really blessed, you know, C21 and everything like that and able to, you know, still do what I love, which is Russell and everything, you know, so, so I definitely didn't go out. I definitely didn't drink, you know, like Atlanta isn't as shut down as a lot of other places but you know I'm, I'm still being cautious you know i'm not like not going out without my mask and stuff like that so you know i'm still being you know like cognizant and just like you know aware of what's still out here but i definitely you know i definitely had a good time i'm very very appreciative of how my birthday went and you know I'm, I'm just very very grateful to just you know be where i'm at right now <laughs> so at home with the family did someone walk over man okay here you go here's a shot of this or you know here's a uh, beer you know that kind of thing or you know you don't uh, have to talk about that if you don't want to that's uh, up to you Xavier. actually um <laughs> yes yes i'm not gonna lie yes me my mom my little brother they were just like you know hey you know just go ahead go ahead take the take a little a little a swing of this and i'm just like oh my god all right fine you know, just, you know, just, just had a, had a, just, just a tiny bit, you know, I'm not, I'm not a drinker. So, you know, you know, so it was, it was just a little, you know, a little taste and just chilled out for the rest of the night, you know, just watch some go. movies, ate some good food and chilled out. Really. So, so mom like gave you the little sip and then you had to go sit on the couch and have a little food. That's right? literally what happened. That's literally what happened. <laughs> oh, man, that, that's great stuff, man. Uh, so do you guys have a large family, small family, just a few of you or? Uh, I do. I have most of my family is uh, here um, in Atlanta, actually. You know, I live with my mom. Um, I got auntie here, cousin, uncle, you know, and my, and my family is really like spread all over. You know, when I was living in Washington, I was living with my uh, with my uncle and my grandma over there. So, you know, I, I really got family, you know, wherever I'm going, you know, like and, and that could either be blood or not blood, you know, um, really just just people that I you know, trust and stuff like that, that I consider family, but yeah, I got, I got family and, you know, good places wherever I'm at. You know, always, <laughs> always got somebody there with me. Nice, nice, nice. But, uh, you know, again, back to, uh, pandemic, you were just starting to get your wrestling thing going right here in, uh, 2020 or maybe 2019 and this thing hit in March. Yeah, man. Like literally like my 2019, like closing into 2020, like ended on a really, really high note. You know, I made my debut when I first turned 20 against Nick Wayne, which was <laughs> let me let me recap on that, too. Like for my very first like debut match to be against Nick Wayne, like it was honestly like it was it was a crazy experience, man. You know, and like and even before me and Nick had, you know, that match, I would talk to him like, you know, all the time. You know, he would like, you know, I would I would pick his brain and everything and <laughs> You know, Nick, he's 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 like he's literally my my my, my uh, best friend, man. You know, like I really, really appreciate him and everything, you know, like and our match that we had, it was actually it was it was it was awesome, man. I wouldn't I wouldn't change anything about it. You know, it was great. And and this with this here's this one thing that people that a lot of people don't know is that after our match, uh I cried, you know, because I was just like I was I was very, very excited, you know. I was just I was like, Oh my god, like I actually like I can do this like 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 that that actually just happened, and it was just you know and it's really been up ever since then and you know just like when when COVID hit I was you know planning on making debuts at other place I was supposed to go with to go to uh without a cause but that got canceled, um I was still able to have a good few you know lucha libre matches and stuff like that but um when COVID nineteen hit. 
I was had had already supposed to be there without a car, five cc, but you know, like uh, regulation and stuff like that, you know, kept that from happening. But uh, you know, it's it's still been a pretty good ride. I'm not gonna lie, it's, it's still been a crazy ride. You know, nonetheless, uh, I honestly wouldn't really change anything about it because I like I said, you know, I'm 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 happy with where I'm at. I'm grateful for where I'm at. You know, I'm happy that you know I still got people in my corner, the same people, more people you know, in my corner that are, you know, supporting me on this journey that I'm, that I'm at and everything like that. So, you know, it's all good, man. I'm not even going to lie. It's, it's, actually, it's been a pretty good ride and I'm very, very excited to see where this goes. So you uh, were telling me you were born and raised down in Atlanta, Georgia. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Oh, oh my God. So 20, uh, 21 years, I guess, just as of December 20th, you've been down in Atlanta, Georgia. Um, what's the wrestling scene down there that as you can remember it as far as the you know what's going on now in the independence is there any independence there in georgia uh, or do you remember the history of like you know the old atlanta georgia wrestling nwa and all that kind of history that was back then uh here and there actually like i didn't i don't i didn't really i don't really know that much about the nwa scene but uh like when i was younger i would always like like literally when i was in middle school high school i would always look up you know, local pro wrestling schools, like lo- local pro wrestling schools near me. And there was one place that I came across. It was called the WWA4, and it's ran by um, uh, AR Fox. And I, I didn't really, like, you know, start training there because when I went there, I was younger. And I walked in one day, and, like, I saw, like, saw so many guys. I saw guys like, you know, Adrian Alanis, Austin Theory. And I was just like, what the heck? <laughs> and I didn't really get in the ring I really just like, you know, walked around. I saw AR Fox, but I never really like, you know, got in the ring. I'm like, you know, eight, nine or so at the time. But like literally when um, they would start having um, shows in Atlanta, like Raw, SmackDown, stuff like that, like me and my, and my and my little brother would go. And I remember always seeing like, you know, like Chris Jericho, Undertaker, you know, you know, guys there. And like, I think, you know, then that's what, you know, sparked it. And I was like, yo, I really want to do this. Like, this is, this is awesome. And I didn't officially start like getting like serious, serious training wrestling until I was 18. Like, 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 but like, I started like, you know, working on stuff when I was younger and everything like that. Um, What's people up? Like, 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 you know, going to school and stuff like, you know, with being, a huge fan of promotion like I was, you know, like there, there were some people that were just like, oh, okay, you know, that's cool. But then, you know, there's always those shared people that were just like, oh, you watch, you know, the fake stuff or you, <laughs> or you think it's, it's, you know, it's, it's lame. And I'm not going to lie. Like, you know, it, it got under my skin, you know, you know, I, I told a few people off about it, but like, and that's, that's when I was younger. Like, you know, like as I got older, I started to realize it was like, you know, I just, whatever, man, I don't, I don't really care. Like you know, people think stuff is lame or whatever. And I don't, I don't really care. Like I like it. And that's all that matters. You know, like as I got older, I decided to started to stop, you know, caring about what people thought about it. You know, it, it mm-hmm. made me happy. And I knew that I would be doing it one day. And um, so the whole wrestling scene here in Atlanta, isn't as like big, but definitely like the WWA four has, um, given you know gave birth to some really really you know good names you know here that are you know currently in you know some good good places right now um leon ruff being in uh nxt right now along with austin theory Mm. um so you know it has some really 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 good people there you know oh man it sounds like there's some fantastic stuff going on there like you were saying but uh, let's just jump back and reel it back in a little bit you know talking about going with your mom and and your little brother to uh, to wrestling. When was it that you first started seeing this though? Like in your house, was it on TV kind of thing? Like, you know, you're All sitting right, there. So, and- uh, <laughs> so fun story. So funny story. <laughs> like my uncle and my granddad were huge pro wrestling fans as well. Like back in the old WWF days, you know, Rock, Austin, you know, nice. Mick Foley, uh, 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 um, um, old Undertaker, you know, stuff. The guys like that. And they would literally wrestle all over the house with me, like in the middle, you know, and they would like, you know, throw me in when I'm just like a little baby and I don't even know what's going on. I'm just like, and I'm just sitting there. I was like, oh, oh okay. What's this? And like, I think that's where 
like it sparked at between because you know they would always tell me they would always show me that they had these old wrestling tapes and they would always go and they would always you know open it up to monday night war and you know wcw and stuff like that and like i didn't like fall in love with wrestling until i was like nine ten years old Mm. but like i think the love that i got for it came you know from them came from you know like them wrestling so much like right in the living room and me being a little kid that I am walks in right out to, you know, wondering what all of this destruction is going on inside of the living room. So I'm just like, <laughs> Oh, okay. All right. So that's, that's what we're doing now. Well, it had to be awesome. You were, like you said, they also would throw you in once in a while. You got to be like, you know, all of a sudden you're Literally. getting lifted up and just thrown into the other guys. Like, you know, today, yeah, like they, when they pick you up and throw you out of the ring into your, into your, your enemies or your pals, I guess, you know, when everyone's standing out there to kind of catch you, but everyone takes that, you know, hit, man, that must've been something else though, as a kid. It was funny using pillows and steel chairs. It was awesome, man. <laughs> See, I had a little bit with that. I had an uncle that was into it. Actually, it took him a while to get into it. When I first was a kid and into it, I'd go over and say, Hey, unk, man, you got to watch these like, and like you were saying, the, the fake and the blah, blah and everything else. But then someone yeah, else yeah. got him into it. Right. And then he was, mm-hmm. he's like, man. You seen those Freebirds? Those guys are really cool, man. You know, from back in the day, and the, Michael Hayes and Terry Gordy and those guys. And then, yeah, you know, man, yeah. he suddenly started getting into it. And then he's like, "Hey, you coming over to?" Because he lived with my grandparents. Because he wasn't, you know, um, that great in life, so he still lived with his parents. But anyway, not that. Yeah, you know, I mean, he was older, man. He wasn't. A, you know, I'm not. T- <laughs> Sorry, it's funny. But anyway, <laughs> I get you, man. I get you got me. You got me. The old uncle, the crazy uncle. But um, and he um. You know, I'd start watching with him, but he was more into it, more into it. But then we'd start wrestling in his room, the backyard. He mostly got better of me, but once in a while, I'd get a win. <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly how it would always go. That's exactly how they would always go. <laughs> and then I'd wrestle in my room by myself once in a while with the pillow. You know, I was like Tommy Rich and Ric Flair and Hulk back in the day. That was uh, back in my day. Just uh, <laughs> gave you my age there. A couple years, a uh, couple centuries older than you, my friend. different different generations man different generations so uh you know you you mentioned some of the wrestlers back then but who was it that like person you couldn't wait to see every week um you know you said you weren't that into it until you were 19 but uh even at then and or 19 who was it that really like you're like man i can't wait to see that person wrestle again um so I can't, I can't really just say one, of course. but I can certainly say that uh, the wrestler that definitely like got me into it, that made me feel like, okay, yes, I have to do this, was Shawn Michaels, mm-hmm. um, Rock, Bret Hart. Um, and it's really going back to seeing like these really, really good, like, controversial matches you know matches that were like that went on for a good minute but were just awesome man you know that were just like you know great like watching Bret Hart and Shawn Michaels and stuff like that you know in their in their Iron Man match you know and stuff like that you know just like like just going back and just like watching Shawn Michaels do his thing it kind of like made me like hey his style is kind of cool like I can like I, I can do that too and and, you know, like, I kind of inverted my style a little bit to that, to the, you know, like, kind of high fly, kind of flashy, you know, but can still do some power moves here and there type of moves, set and stuff like that. So, but the wrestler that, like, really made me, like, sat me in my seat and that made me go, like, I'm, I'm going to sit here until I see them, I see them come out, was definitely, like, like, like whether they were full-time or whether they were, you know, coming back it, it was a few of them it was like i said it was Shawn michaels undertaker um edge randy orton <laughs> you know just 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 people who just had these like amazing characters that just like that just opened my eyes a little bit that just made me go like like wow you know you're kind of a dick but like you're really really cool you know so it's just like it's just it's just amazing like how you know it was, you know, back then and stuff like that. And it was, it was, it was just, it was just great for me, man. Like watching all of those guys, it made me really, really, really want to get into it more. Well, what are your thoughts? You know, you were talking about Shawn Michaels, Bret Hart, man, Bret Hart, one of the 
greatest technical wrestlers of all time, you know, could make anyone a broomstick, anyone, you know, from my fans perspective, look great. You know, Shawn Michaels, same thing, but from a different thing, he could do the high flying kind of stuff. He could Mm -hmm. get down and like duke it out and do moves too, headlocks, but man, but, uh, what about those two? You talked about the, uh, you know, the Iron Man match, which was incredible, but what about the screw job match for you, man? Man, the screw job match, it was, oh, Ah, it's 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 so hard for me to explain because it's just just like i haven't gone back to it recently because like i said like i'm just in love with their iron man match like it was ridiculous but that screw job was literally like a draw a jaw dropping moment for me so i was just like what the hell and like it was just so weird man like and that's the thing about that story that was just crazy. Like, like it kept you intrigued. It kept you like, okay, what the heck's gonna happen next? Like, like what's going on? But at the same time, it's like, like just for me personally, I don't know about anybody else. Their Iron Man match that went for damn near an hour. Like, it was just, it was, it was, it was, it was crazy, man. It was marvelous, you know. Like, and I don't know if I could wrestle for an hour, but. Definitely, like that match. That match definitely made me feel like I would be able to do it. You know, it was that match was just awesome. What's the you know? Not sorry to cut. If I just cut you off, but what is the longest that you've wrestled? If you can remember, ten minutes. Ten minutes. All right, so you got another fifty minutes to work on. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, I I I got some more minutes to put on before I can get up to an hour. Definitely. And then let me, you know, you said you're a, a fan of the Taker. Let me ask you. Um, I'm sure you probably watched last year's WrestleMania match with him and uh, AJ Styles. You know, mm-hmm. the the thing they they put together. I thought it was phenomenal as a as a huge Taker fan myself from way back in the day. You know, the way they put that together, the way it ended. Uh, what were your thoughts on that? Um, specifically, just seeing AJ Styles in that match was awesome to me like you know like i'm already like undertaker's already one of my all-time favorites but just seeing aj styles you know like a guy who comes from the same place that i'm from because he's from gainesville georgia and you know like just seeing where he's at now is just it just makes me think that like wow this, this, this is proof that you know like it doesn't matter where you come from you know like aj worked his ass off to get to where he's at and he was just wrestling the undertaker at wrestlemania hmm. so it's just like it's just like wow, like like this is awesome, man. You know, and and just just their whole match, the match that they had at WrestleMania, that was that was crazy. It was it was it was crazy. Like you know, just just to see how far you know AJ's come. It's it was that that right there is a dream match for me. You know, like AJ Styles. That's that's my personal dream match right there. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. No, man, that what you said was fantastic because you know, as much as like I love the Undertaker. AJ was so great in that match too. And also the good brothers being in there kind of jumping in, but also they yes, got their man. ass they got their ass kicked by the Undertaker too. Handed and it to him. It was it, it it was great though, man. It it was great seeing the good brothers there, you know, just it was just seeing it with AJ. It was awesome. Oh, it was real fun, real fun, man. And, uh, you know, just the way they film certain things where, you know, AJ was in that tractor about to cover the Undertaker up and Sonny, who was like behind him, you know, and all that. And it was fantastic. Classic Undertaker. Classic Undertaker move. And then would you, I didn't see it myself, but did you see the uh, farewell at the Undertaker at Survivor Series? Oh, uh, yeah, I did actually. It was, uh, I watched it, you know, on the first time and it was actually, it was, it was crazy, man. Like. And I, I obviously haven't been alive for Undertaker's entire career, but just like just dating back to him, you know, being at the very first WrestleMania and, and, and just seeing like his illustrious career through it all. And and then seeing the Paul Bear like, you know, figure, you know, pop up as he's doing his thing. It was just like, dude, like this is crazy, yo. And, you know, I know a whole lot of people that are just like one more match, one more match, you know, and. And I'm 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 not gonna complain, you know. I'm not I'm not even gonna give my personal opinion on it. But like, you know, Undertaker is just he's one of those you know like bigger than life figures, you know. Like like nobody else could have done it. Could have could have been Undertaker, you know. He's that's him, you know. That's his character, you know. And then just to see 
where he's at now, you know, like it's it's just just awesome. You know, the fact that we have a guy like Undertaker there to, you know, pave the way for a lot of guys. It's it's, it's awesome, man. Oh, he's uh, phenomenal. There'll never be another uh, guy like uh, like him. Like you said, he was the guy. He was the chosen one, and uh, he was perfect for that man. And uh, you know, I'm gonna I'm gonna jump into something real quick. Uh, you know, since this pandemic's been uh, hitting, and uh, you know, there's been a lot of live wrestling. You know, to other than you know the the TV wants to pull up, man. Have you been kind of following WWE and AEW and you know this merge, not merge, but uh, this partnership between uh, Impact and AEW? Um, I mean, here and there, you know, I I I don't really stick to the TV like you know really that much or anything like that because I'm really just I'm you know I've been working mm-hmm. and stuff like that. You know, we're trying to like you know work out, really just uh, <clears throat> preparing you know, just for, you know, hopefully when all of this stuff is over with, you know, hit the ground running, you know, just like having a lot of things in the iron for me, stuff like that. So I, I had, like, I've been watching it, you know, here and there, whatever pops up on YouTube or something like that, or, but I'm not like glued to the TV hooked on it, you know, but I definitely am, you know, keeping hooked on what's going on, you know, in the, the wrestling world, whether it be WWE, AEW, impact new japan you know like anything like that i'm always like you know keeping my ears and eyes open just for what's going on oh man so uh you know we've been jumping around a little bit on this podcast i've been doing a little bit uh so we're talking about your favorites and uh how you loved wrestling and you you came back at 19 but uh so when how and why did you decide that you had to be a pro wrestler i think you touched on it earlier but let's uh get to the entire story well, the story of how um, it was actually crazy. Um, <laughs> in my, I'm, I'm probably going to ramble on for a little bit. Uh, the, when I decided that I wanted to be a pro wrestler, I, I had been wanting to do it since I was 9, 10 years old. But I didn't immediately start like training seriously for it until I was 18, 19. And, but the reason that like I decided that I need I needed to do it, you know, just for like like for me because I wanted to do it was because, you know, when I was younger, I was just like, you know, depressed and stuff all the time, you know, didn't like it was it was just 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 like just having like a lot of stuff in my mind, you know, a lot of stuff going on personally and stuff like that. Whenever I needed to, you know, like get my mind off of anything or, you know, try to find something to feel better, I would put on wrestling, you know, whether that would be, you know, wrestling a pillow or just strictly just sitting on the couch and just watching what was going on. You know, it was always like my go-to, you know, that was my therapy, you know, pro wrestling, you know, just putting on my favorites and just, and just watching those guys go at it. It was definitely just something that like helped me out mentally to, you know, make me happier or stuff like that. And when I, um, when I moved to Washington, I had uh, graduated early um, from high school. I graduated six months early and I came to Washington and I didn't even, I didn't even know that wrestling was as big as it was, you know, like I had continued to look up, you know, local wrestling schools and pro wrestling stuff and stuff like that. And, um, I found the Evolve Fitness Gym that was in, uh, Seattle, uh, downtown Seattle. And, you know, I didn't even, I didn't, I didn't know that they had like local shows down there and stuff like that. And, I started to go to the uh, Lucha training and stuff like that. And that's where I met, you know, so many awesome people that are still my friends today. And just going to the trainings, like, you know, day in and day out daily and stuff like that, that was like some of the best times of my life. You know, it was, it was, it was great, man. You know, being able to be in there and, you know, whether, whether we're just, you know, joking around, roaming around, running the ropes, you know, doing, you know, just doing something or we're, we're being serious about it. You know, it's, it, it was just great to just be in that environment, you know, being around people that like that, that not only doing what it is that I want to do as well, but, but love it just as much as I do, you know, because that's, that's, that's the whole thing, man. Just being around a whole lot of people that just like that share my same energy, you know, for pro wrestling is just awesome, you know, and um, just and and then being able to start training and you know going to lucha shows and stuff like that, and then and having my debut, 
it was honestly like that was, that was those were some of the best times of my life. You know, I, I wouldn't change anything of it. I, I wouldn't change anything about how my experience had been, you know, and um, just with just with me pursuing pro wrestling, you know, making it a career and everything like that. It's it, it is, you know, because I want to do it. But it's honestly it's able to, you know, like like help me. It's, it's able to, you know, keep my mind, you know, at bay in a way, you know, I'm able to be somebody else while still being myself, you know? So pro wrestling, that, that's, that's my therapy. You know, like I said, that's, that's what keeps me sane. Well, let me just ask you, you said, you know, you, you, you said you graduated, uh, you know, down there in Atlanta, I think. And then you moved yeah. up here to Washington. Uh, wh- yeah. what was the move? Was it for college, uh, coming to hang out with family? Uh, what was the situation there? If you don't mind me asking. Um, the situation with moving, it was really just to, you know, explore, you know, I had been living in Atlanta my whole life. I, and, and I had thought to myself, I was like, you know what? I've been living here my whole life. Why don't I go? And why don't I, uh, why don't, why don't I, um, you know, uh, explore somewhere else, you know, get my bearings in and, and, and try to conquer this place too. You know, if I could, if I feel like if I live in, you know, Atlanta, Georgia all my life, who's to say that I can't live in, you know, Washington for a few years and then and, and living up there was, it was honestly like a really, really great time too. You know, it wasn't, you know, every, everybody has their ups and downs and everything, but like, but all together, like, you know, living in Washington has honestly like, like it taught me a lot. You know, I was able to learn a lot of, a lot of things. I was able, I'm able to make a lot of friends that I'm going to have for the rest of my life and everything like that. <laughs> and, you know, definitely I, I would not change the, these situations at hand, you know, you just moving all together was a great experience for me. Oh, that's great. So you moved up, you know, you looked into this wrestling school, the Lucha Libre Volcanica wrestling school at the Evolve gym. So that was your first, uh, training. Yeah. That was like my first like official, like training, training, you know, like going a few times out of the week. Those were my training days. Oh man. So, you know, you walk in the door, this kid from Atlanta, you know, there's people there that probably been there for a while. How did it go as you walked in the door, man? Were they like arms open? Were they skeptical? Did you go in there and go, you know, I'm going to blow these people away? Or did you, you know, did you have any Uh, idea what was up? uh, I definitely didn't walk in there and think I was going to blow anybody away. Like I did (laughs) have, I (laughs) I did have my, you know, athleticism and my love for it, but at the same time, like I was, I was, I was serious about it. So I wanted to show that, you know, like even though, even though this is any fun for me, I want to show that I'm serious. So like, what I, what I always did, you know, going into training, I would always listen, I would always watch, I would even ask, like, you know, just to, um, I would always like, like ask questions and stuff like that. But I definitely, like, I definitely was welcomed with open arms. You know, everybody that I've met there is just, you know, just awesome people, you know, being at, uh, being at Lucha. So, um, you walk in the door, you get training, um, you know, was it what you expected at first? No, it was nothing like I expected. Like, like it was, it was literally nothing like, like what I expected, uh, I'm just trying to remember who was at my first day of training, actually. Um, oh, actually, I, mean, I think I think no, I think Nick Wayne was there. Uh, uh, Jet Knight, Jet, Jet Knight was there. Um, oh man, uh, Jordan Oasis, um, Danica, and these these are just off the top of my head. These these are really just well, off the top of my head. Uh, those are some great folks I, that just came off the top of your head. I'll tell you right now. Yeah, man. Like, like I love all all of them to death. They're they're literally my best friends, man. And they've been, you know, close knit family to me the entire way. Well, that's great that they like. You know, it sounds like they 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 took you in right away, <clears throat> became you know friends and you know and stuff like that. But uh, you know, it wasn't what you expected. But what was it that was maybe the hardest part for you to, to kind of accept into your into your mind or your body? Honestly, like it wasn't anything to um like like hard to accept or anything like that. You know, it was just it was it was um I I wanted to do it. You know, I, I was excited to, you know, do this every week. I like look forward to waking up and being like, Okay, great, I'm gonna go to I'm gonna go to training today. Like, great, you know, 
today's day is going to be awesome, you know? So like I, I looked forward to going to training. It wasn't necessarily anything that I had to like, you know, sacrifice or anything like that. You know, it was, it was just something that I always look forward to. So when you were here in Washington, you know, were, were you staying with the relatives that you had mentioned earlier? Yeah. 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 I was staying with my grandma. Oh, that's uncle. great. That's great. So you didn't have to go out and like, you know, find, you know, some big ass expensive apartment with no room, nah, you know, all nah. that kind of stuff that's in Seattle in that area. Exactly. Cause it's high over there, man. But not nah, thankfully I didn't have to do that. I had a good roof over my head. Oh, that's great. That's great that you had folks here that were helping you out. And, uh, so, you know, just real quick, uh, what else did you like about, uh, what did you like about living in Washington, man? Uh, you know, was there anything fun that else you did or was it just all, you know, wrestling all the time? Um, I'm going to be honest. It was like, like it was, it was wrestling all the time, you know, just with the way everything was going for me wrestling wise, I, I, I always look forward to it. You know, it, it was just something that really just, brightened up the rest of my day you know whether i had just gotten off of work and i was gonna i was gonna go there late or wake up early and i was gonna hit an early morning workout it was it was it was always the best part of my day but like but living in washington it was definitely um an experience you know coming from the south living there all my life to um living in the uh pacific northwest for a good few years it was it was an adjustment i'm not gonna lie you know with weather and um lots of you know different 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 places and stuff like that you know nothing nothing really too different other than, other than certain eating places i'm not gonna lie you know just, just certain places <laughs> that i i eat here you know i couldn't eat there so that kind of hurt my heart but it was all good though I'm, I'm not gonna lie you know just the experience of living in washington was great you know it was a it was very very great it opened my eyes to just different to just how different places are, you know, when you're there, you know, it's, 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 you know, cool seeing them on TV or seeing them through somebody else's eyes. But when you're actually experiencing a different place, you know, it's, it's, it's pretty wild. I'm not going to lie. Well, was it cool to kind of, you know, you just came up here recently. So for the last, like maybe four or five years now, there's really been a wrestling scene building here with like whack, you know, uh, without a cause, like I just said that, without a cause, and there's Defy, there was a 3-2-1 battle for a while, that's no longer mm-hmm. going on, you know, Lucha Libre, Volcanica, and then down in Oregon, we got Prestige Wrestling and DOA, and, and there's other ones I can't even remember right off the top of my head, man, but uh, how was it mm-hmm. to come here and see this kind of a wrestling scene where there's, uh, there's multiple shows where all these local talents, plus some folks they fly in, are pretty much putting on these shows? Dude, it was crazy. Um, I didn't even know about um, 5CC and, and without a cause until um, after my first match with Nick. Like, I didn't even know about the rest of these places. Like, um, you know, hearing about him, hearing about without a cause and Russell Prestige and uh, and uh, Defy and all these places. I was just like, dang, it's pro wrestling is this big over here? And I'm just like, wow. And I, I, I felt like I came at the, at the perfect time, you know, like I'm feel like I'm, I'm, I'm doing really, really good, you know, like, like steadily going, just had a really good match, you know, and everything like that. So I felt like I was in, you know, the perfect place at the perfect time, you know, 2020 kind of said, screw that. But, you know, it was, right. it was definitely um, an eye opener for me. It was, it was definitely an eye opener that said like, you know, all these places around here, like all these places, you know, you can be known all of these places that you can go to, and you know just like experience and stuff like that you know it was it was it was honestly like eye-opening for me i I, and i did not expect it to be as a big wrestling like like big pro wrestling oriented as it is Mm, mm, mm. yeah man there's a lot of stuff going on up here man uh you know uh and also recently didn't you do a thing with uh danica at uh 5cc uh here in uh december recently uh, yeah, 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 I did. Um, uh, I did, I did two of them actually. It was, it was a, uh, a five-way match. It was me, uh, Jordan Oasis, Danica, Kitty Cuervo, and, uh, Max Burnside. And, uh, and then, then, you know, as, as a lot of people saw, Danica got the, got the, got the roll up on me. You know, she, she, she came up, came up from behind me and got me with the roll up, you know, and then, then me and her, we had our match, our, our one-on-one match. So, you know, I kind of had to get, I had to get her back for that. 
you know, Danica, if you're listening, I love you. I'm sorry. I'm not mad at me to be like that. You know, it, 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 is, it is what it is. Um, but I just, but like, you know, that's, that was the whole thing going through those matches with Danica, you know, she's, she's a great talent. You know, she's, 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 she's good. I'm not going to lie, but you know, but you know, I'm me, you know, come on now. I'm me. <laughs> oh, my man. And, um, Oh, what was I going to ask you? It was something about uh, 5CC. So how is it, uh, you know, filming those uh, shows? Didn't you film one there just recently or a couple, like you said, uh, there's no, there's no crowd. How is that for yeah. you wrestling without a crowd? It is a weird experience. Um, going from wrestling at a Lucha Libre Volcanica show where there's a good amount of people there and it's just screaming and so much energy and you can just like 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 you know the louder they get the better you perform type feeling to it being no crowd it it, it really was an adjustment you know it, it really was something to you know um not let uh i, I don't want to use the word bother because you know like with the situation and everything it's it's right you know, lots of people can't really control that but it was definitely something to, you know, work through. It was definitely something to, you know, keep your head on on, on a swivel forward because, you know, like I'm, I, I was getting really used to hearing like, you know, a, a lot, a lot of screams, you know, like whether it be booze, cheers, just, just, just energy is what like, what does it for me, you know, in the uh, pro wrestling match. So when there's literally nobody there, it's, it's honestly just something to uh, try to work with, you know, I, I'll, I'll say that it's just, it's just trying to work with it. So maybe it's like an adrenaline thing. You're out hearing that like cheer thing. So you kind of yeah. got to like get it yourself somehow, right? Yeah, that's, that's literally what it is. Just, just got to go out there and just, just got to get it, man. Just got to get it. You got to be like Rocky, man. And the Rocky series, man, you just got to get pissed and just start hitting the guy. Never mind, Sorry. Yeah. I was just watching some Rocky the last couple of days. Cause I've been in bed a lot. So me and Mrs. I, the Rocky series, I don't know if you know much about it, but, uh, oh. it's my favorite series of all time. But anyway, that's a whole nother story. <laughs> sorry man but anyway nah, man, nah, you're uh, good, man oh good time good time man uh so a few other questions here before we head off for the night man um what's the hardest part for you about being a professional wrestler the hardest part about me um i would say that i've i've lost a lot of friends but you know while doing it because you know i have a there are a whole lot of people that ask me, like, you know, why are you doing this? You know, do something else, stuff like that. So it's just like, if you're not, it's me feeling like that. If I'm not, you know, pleasing somebody else or doing what somebody else wants me to do, then that's, then that's like, you know, they don't, they don't really like, like appreciate that or like that. So it's just like, at the end of the day, it's like, you know, I, I got, I got to do what's right for me. You know, I feel, I feel like this is my calling. You know, I've been wanting to do this for, you know, 10 years i've been wanting to do do this for a long time and you know like i have the opportunity i've been doing it you know like and regardless of this pandemic that's going on right now you know it's been a crazy experience you know and and one of the hardest parts that i would say about it is uh you know not 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 everybody not everybody's gonna you know support you know not not everybody's gonna you know be in your corner even even the ones who you truly want to be and you know and that's fine. You know, that's okay. You know, and, um, I've pretty much accepted that like, it is what it is, you know, like you will have supporters, you will have your haters, you know, and I, I kind of take both in stride really, you know, so it's, it's, it's really just about how I go on about doing it. You know, like I'm a very honest person. I, I truly love pro wrestling, man. It's one of, it's, it's one of, and if not my first love, you know, um, and yeah, man, just, just really one of the hardest parts is just, just accepting that not everybody's going to be in your corner. You know, not everybody's going to want to support you and, you know, back you as much as you want them to. What's your, uh, you know, like funnest or favorite kind of thing? Is it the travel? Is it the, like you said, the fan interaction or what is it for um, you personally? The thing, the thing with me about wrestling is obviously the wrestling part, but the thing that just does it for me is the traveling is like, the, it's, it's, it's those rides. It's those car rides, man. It's, it's just great being able to, you know, sit in a car for a few hours with some of the best people in the world you know, and just, and just on the way there, man, it, it you know, uh, fan, fan interactions are, are very, very cool too. You know, just being able to 
not necessarily dictate, but make somebody have a certain reaction about you, whether they like you, whether they hate you, whether they love you, anything like that, you know, being able to, you know, have that type of power. It's, it's awesome, man. You know, being, being, being somebody's superhero, it's awesome, man. And, you know, being able to travel up and down the road and, you know, just the whole experience for me, man, it's, 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 I wouldn't even call it, call it a job. You know, it's, it's really, it's awesome. I, I, I love it, man. How's it, you know, and I think you kind of said something, but, um, how's it make you feel at a show when a kid or a, or a fan comes up to you and say, man, I really enjoyed that. You know, I loved it. Uh, what, what's that make you feel like inside? It makes me feel like it's worth it. It makes me feel like, you know, all the hours of stuff that I put into training, like as much as I run my mind thinking about it, as much as I, you know, beat myself up, be my own biggest critic about it and make me feel like it's all worth it, you know, and then the fact that there are people out there that, you know, that actually enjoy my work, that actually like, you know, love to see me wrestle, that that want to continue to see me wrestle, that would love to be at the shows. It, um, it makes me feel really, really good about the direction that I can go in, you know, like, like no matter where I end up just knowing that there's people out there that look forward to my performance and then just, and just look forward to where I'm going to be. That's just, it's, 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 it's what, what keeps me going then. In your mind right now, what are the goals that you want at your age right now? <sighs> professional goals, wrestling, uh, professional wrestling say, wise. Yeah. Professional wrestling wise. Yes, sir. Professional wrestling wise. Uh, goals um i would say i want to i, I want to be able to experience everything you know i, I want to be able to you know uh go to go to different places you know i, I want to be able to experience different you know different people different corporations different you know things and stuff like that you know i, I, I want to go to so many different places and interact and wrestle with so many different people so it's just like so so goal wise i i i it's so many of them man it's like it's, it's so many goals that i want to accomplish you know um probably probably gonna ramble on for a little bit uh i would definitely love you know to get into new japan you know uh nice. I've, I've really been you know I've, I've been keeping more eye on that than anything to be honest with you uh just the type of talent and aura that that's over there is unlike any other man. Um, well, and I've been watching. Yeah, I'm sorry to interrupt you, but recently we've seen you know Clark Connors over there with New yeah. Japan. He's been training uh, Jet Knight, who you mentioned earlier. Mm-hmm. You know, Chris Bay. A lot of folks are getting onto some of those cards over there and training over there. So, man, that's fantastic that you know, do Japan and their, you know, should be one of your goals. Yeah, man. I, uh, definitely, I, I, I do definitely have some end goals, you know, places that I want to end up, but new Japan has been a place that I really wanted to get into for like a really long time. And, you know, just seeing guys that I've, you know, worked with, you know, jet Knight, jet Knight being, you know, crazy, awesome, crazy talented, you know, to see him out there like that, you know, it just, it, it, it makes me want to work harder, you know, just seeing like my, one of my best friends out there, you know, killing it like he was, it makes me feel like, all right, bet, you know, now I got, I, I got to go out here and I got to bust my ass now, you know, I got to, you know, it's, it's definitely not a competition. It's just definitely a fact it's like, I can do this too. You know, it's just like, like, this is, this is achievable, you know, just like, you know, you know, sticking to it, you know, um, and definitely just just believing in yourself and believing in the fact that you know you know you can do it man that's 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 really my whole ordeal you know man i've I've been wanted like i said i've been wanting to do this for a really really long time and i've put a lot of work mentally and physically into this so you know i'm i'm gonna treat every single match every single thing that i do like it's my last you know or like it's like it's the biggest thing ever you know it's 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 definitely something that um, I don't take for granted at all, you know, um, and, and, and just having, having great people to talk to and, um, confide in, man, uh, like Nick Wayne, like, like, like Nick Wayne, dude, he's, he's 
pretty much my little brother. I we literally talk almost every single day. You know, he he keeps me motivated to want to be able to do this. Uh, you know, he helps me out and everything like that. You know, you know, he talks to me. I talk to him. Uh, same thing with Jet, uh, Jordan. You know, so many, so many people to just name off that have. You know, ever since I first started at my first day in Lucha Libre Volcanica, they have just been, you know, the biggest support factor, the biggest people to just, you know, confide in and, and, and like and just know that like, yo, you're you're good, man. You know, like like, you know, your talent's good. You know, you're great in the ring. But at, at, at the end of the day, you know, you're a good person, and everything like that. And then that's what I respect, man. That's that's what I really appreciate. You know, you can. You can be good in the ring and everything like that. But at the end of the day, I, I want to be, you know, a, a good person to, you know, somebody, you know, man. And then and, and that's what everybody else has been to me ever since I started getting into this seriously. Oh, man. And uh, just let me know this. What does your, you know, your mom and your little brother think of your wrestling career itself? Yo, they uh, <laughs> they are excited for it. You know, Excellent. so they, they, especially my, my little brother, man, he, uh, Talk to him about it all the time. He's he's me and him would always wrestle in, in the living room. You know, whenever mom would be at work, there you go. Me and him would do the whole shit. You know, put on some interest music, walk out to it, do the whole thing. You know, and just 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 go at it, man. You know, and and with him seeing me where I'm at right now, it's actually like you know mind blowing to him because not just him but me. I I didn't even. I, I didn't think that I, you know, uh, um, actually get into it like I was like, like I, I, I truly wanted to, you know, it, it was always in my heart, like heart to get here. But at the same time, you know, we, we have questions like all the time. He's like, bro, like you're actually doing it, man. Like, yo, you're out there. Like, like, I can't believe it. Like, you know, you've been saying that you're going to do this for, for like for the longest time, but you're actually doing it. And I was like, I know, man. And it was, and it was, it was one question that, that he asked me, um, a while ago it's, it's kind of bubbled up right now but uh he asked me he was just like are you like ever uh like 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 who like who are people you want to face like 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 are you ever like you know scared and i'm just like no like i'm never scared you know like I'm, I'm i'm definitely nervous you know but i feel like nerves are good you know when it's something that you really really love and care about you know and and him asking me like people who I want to wrestle and stuff like that, people who I definitely want to, um, you know, be in matches with, you know, he's definitely like following it up more now that I'm in it because he like, he doesn't know where he's, he's going to see me. So he's definitely like keeping up with it. And I listed off a bunch of names like, you know, Leo Rush, uh, Nick Wayne wow. again, Jet Knight, uh, Chris Bay, uh, Jordan away, you know, just, just so many people that he knows about now and I, and have seen in the ring with, it's just, it's crazy, man. He's, he's, he's just as much, if not, if not more excited about it than I am, you know, he's, 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 you know, pretty, pretty, very proud to see me doing what I, what I, what I love doing, man. When are you coming back to Washington? Do you, do you know yet? Honestly, man, I do not know. I uh, I can't answer that question right now. I really have no idea, but definitely it is not goodbye. I I definitely will be back. I, I you know this is not the last that the Pacific Northwest has seen of me. I will definitely be back. I just have no idea when I'll be back. You know, um, but just keep your eyes open. You know, that's 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 just what I say. You know, for anybody who has questions like that, you know, when are you coming back? What are you going to do? Stuff like that. I, all I got to say is, you know, keep your eyes open. Keep your, you know, um, keep your ears open and stuff like that. You know, because you never know. I may I may pop up in a few places here and there. And, man, you've been doing uh, some great stuff at 5CC, Lucha Libre Volcanica. I watched a little bit of it on YouTube, what I could, the last couple of days. And uh, you're phenomenal. And uh, can't wait for this stuff to break. And then we can get a guy like yourself up here. Like you said, without a cause and, uh, you know, all the other places that we got things going on today. But let me ask you this, my friend, if people want to follow you on social media, how do they do that? Uh, so you can catch me on uh, Instagram. It's uh, Xavier the Extraordinary. And I have the X to where it's just X and then 
extraordinary, you know, because that's just my little thing because, you know, the X and stuff like that. So you can catch me on Instagram at Xavier the Extraordinary. Um, I'm not really active on anything else. Um, maybe put a few posts on Facebook here and there, but Instagram is my, you know, official, more um, active social media. And so if all these Pacific Northwest companies that are getting ready for 2021 when the wrestling hopefully will come back for all of us as fans, as wrestlers, as promotions, uh, how do they get a hold of you? Uh, they can definitely get a hold of me um, on, my, on my social media, you know, you know, DM me. Um, my email is attached to it as well. Um, it has my real name um, attached to it. Uh, Nicholas Ragland five at Gmail, you know, so you can email me about bookings or, you know, podcasts and interviews and stuff like that. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm always open, you know, just, just, just got to let me know beforehand and stuff like that, but I'm definitely always open to more opportunities. And, uh, my friend, uh, I don't know if you have anything going right now, but, uh, any, uh, merch, uh, that the folks can pick up, or are you uh, working on that kind of thing? That is definitely in the factory right now. I'm definitely, I'm definitely working on some merchandise right now. You know, like I said earlier, everybody just, just got to keep their eyes open. You know, like <laughs> you never know what I'm, what I'm going to throw out, but I'm definitely, I'm definitely working on so much stuff, you know, and then that's, that's the purpose of me um, <clears throat> coming back home, man, you know, just, just coming back to where I uh, got the love for wrestling, you know, being able to be um, around more family and stuff like that. Um, just being able to work, you know, getting, getting back into the factory, you know, getting, get, being able to get back into the workhorse and stuff like that. So yeah, I'm, I'm definitely, I definitely got some things in the iron right now. I definitely got some things working for me and, you know, anybody out there who wants to cop some merch and anybody out there who has, who, who has something for me, you know, you know how, how to get a hold of me, Instagram, Xavier, the extraordinary with the email attached, you know, I'm, I'm always open to more opportunities. Oh, my man, uh, we probably should head off into the sunset tonight. Do you have any little <laughs> final thoughts that so the folks need to hear about Xavier Young before we head out? Um, <sighs> more that they need to know about Xavier Young. Um, <laughs> I don't know, man. I, I was just, yeah, just, just. Just, just what I've been saying earlier, you know, you know, keep your eyes open. So that's all, all I got to say, you know, I can, I can pop up at a moment's notice. You know, you, you never know. Maybe may see me on something tomorrow. You never know. Um, Excellent. But, uh, but I, I definitely am. I'm, I'm working really, really hard at this, man. I'm definitely working really, really hard. And anybody who knows me, anybody who already follows me on Instagram, on my social media, certainly knows how serious I am about my craft, certainly knows how serious I am about you know, who I am, who I keep around me and just the way, the type of person that I want to be, you know, you know, they, they already know that. So, you know, um, anybody who knows me, knows me how serious I take, uh, everything in my life. All right, my man. Well, Xavier, happy new year to you. I hope we all get past this pandemic guys like you can get back to wrestling to entertain guys like me and my friends and uh, we can watch you and uh, you know buy merch and buy tickets and uh, we'll get back to it and uh, thank you so much for your time tonight i appreciate you so much and you my friend have a good evening you too brother thank you very much man you are welcome This episode recorded at the Bigfoot headquarters. This has been a Swagamore production production.